eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, September 4th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker. Jay Book, as first reported by Bucknuts, the Big Ten's presidents and chancellors are expected to have a vote today determining whether the 2020 college football season can begin in the Big Ten as early as next month. First of all, Jay Book, are you confident a vote will actually be taken? And if a vote is taken... How confident are you that the presidents and chancellors will elect to play football this fall? Yeah, I would say my confidence level that there actually will be a vote. I was, I'll put it around 70%. And the reason I would say that is because what does the Big Ten define as an actual vote? I mean, it's, it's been going back and forth for months. If they had a vote, if they didn't have a vote, the, the first go around, it took Nebraska's lawsuit to, for them to finally come to a conclusion that, yes, there was a formal vote and it was 11 to 3. So for, for them now, with all of the, the chatter and you guys broke it on, on buck nuts and job well done to you, um, is that the revote is going to be happening, you know, earlier said today. And I do think there's going to be some movement. And, and, and if you look at all of the smoke and the things that's been happening around college football, it tells you that there's a lot of moving parts. And the reason I say that is, one, you're seeing Ohio State back on the practice field. Michigan football team is starting to uh, get back to practice. Sean Callahan, the Nebraska insider, said that the optimism out of Nebraska is that they're going to be called uh, called up, ready to play at any moment. So Nebraska has called all of their players back. They're even having back-to-back practices and then all of a sudden, you start seeing Larry Scott, the Pac-12 commissioner, coming out of nowhere. Now he's going on a national campaign trying to stump to get the Pac-12 and the Big Ten aligned here. You don't do that unless things are on the cusp of reversing here and the Big Ten is looking at potentially um, starting this back up. And secondly, you don't have a revote unless you specifically know where where presidents are leaning now if if the situation was hey things are so far to the other side to where no one wants to play besides ohio state nebraska and iowa what's the point of even having a revote if you know the outcome 
Now, obviously, you're going to have some schools in Maryland and Rutgers and, and some, some programs that may officially opt out and not even vote, period, but that's a whole nother conversation. Now, before we move on, you said something that I take umbrage with. You said, you guys at Bucknuts. Now, I think you, <laughs> I think, I think you meant us. You know, yes. you, you've been a part of this family for what, like, you know? A long time now, a long time yeah. now. As a, I know you have a, a real job, but um, you've been a, uh, a valuable contributor for a long time now. So, yeah, us, Thanks. not, yeah, not, that, not that you guys. A slip there. <laughs> so, but I, I just want to give you all the credit in the world, Dave, because, you know, you, you broke it and got the news out there. And, and to me, that was major breaking news. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, let's just uh, hope it comes to fruition because I trust my source profusely and seems like you know a lot of other people have now confirmed it through their sources so i'm confident there's going to be a vote is it going to be one of these like faux votes you know like fake votes like they had last time where they didn't even actually take a vote but they had just kind of you know because i believe there's no way minnesota's president would have said that and just was mistaken like she was on the record it was like a moment of honesty saying yeah it wasn't really a vote per se it was kind of like you know we just kind of talked about it and came to the conclusion i mean that that's not in their bylaws which is why you know, nebraska is suing them and probably why they're doing a revote so we'll see what happens but as far as what they're going to do i, I have no confidence in the presidents and the chancellors overall in this conference. I, I really like Christina Johnson at Ohio State so far, Dr. Christina Johnson. But, man, I don't have confidence in, in the, the rest of the presidents and chancellors overall. I don't know what to think about this vote. I, I can't say that I'm that confident about it, Jay Book. Yeah, it, just because this thing has been a hot mess for so long, and I tell you, Dave, it's, it's almost like watching a soap opera play out. Every day it is something new. I mean, you have the Big Ten hiring a PR firm who, if you go through her likes and stuff, a lot of people on one side will say that's very sketchy um, who they hired there because a lot of people truly believe that a lot of this is politically motivated from the start from the Big Ten. And obviously with the president getting involved, that definitely muddies the water there because, you know, a lot of people are going to take humbers with, with him being involved because they they truly believe on one side that it, it, if we if things were happening in a fashion in this country we wouldn't be in this predicament and that's here nor there but right now I don't have confidence in the Big Ten because they don't they don't have the pulse of the people Dave they don't know how to communicate um, to the public they don't know how to collectively get on the same page here and for them to try to get organized and try to create a, a unified message, I have serious doubts that Kevin Warren can orchestrate a unified message within these presidents because everyone will speak off the record. I mean, you have Christina Johnson coming out and saying that she has confidence that the Big Ten has the resources in order to play this fall. Now you have the athletic director from Iowa coming out yesterday and saying it's going to take a medical miracle for them to play this fall, like, what, what is going on here? What do you mean a medical miracle? You see college football was on last night. Did they have a medical miracle? And then you have the Penn State so-and-so-called doctor had to backtrack that 30 to 35% of athletes have a myocarditis, and people and, and true professionals in that realm has said there is no way that that's even possible. And then on top of that, you have the NFL coming out and saying that they've scanned 
they do weekly scans on all of the NFL players, and no one is showing any symptoms of myocarditis who even tested positive. So the messaging is just so convoluted that no one really knows what's going to happen. And the, the thing that frustrates a lot of people, Dave, is I truly believe there are people in this national college football media job is to purposely muddy the waters. Anytime you get a sliver of hope, a sliver of optimism, there is a select group of people that is going to be out front, the foot soldiers that is going to try to shoot it down. Now, they could be getting their messaging directly from, um, you know, people within the Big Ten, but I find it always funny that anytime you get any sliver of hope, there's always going to be someone there to try to block it and muddy the waters. Yep, and it's the, the same uh, handful of people that continue to be mouthpieces for the various conferences and various commissioners and things like that. So, yeah, I'm with you on that 100%. You know, and you had a hilarious tweet last night. Um, there's a lot of truth in it, too. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 are like, you know, the couple that just they probably should break up and they just stay together for some reason. Like, they've got to get out of the 20th century here. There's this Big Ten, Pac-12 aligned at the hip nonsense. I don't get it. Now, as you mentioned, I mean, the Pac-12 is talking about playing, but not as early as the Big Ten wants to start. They're talking about perhaps starting like this, you know, near Thanksgiving, which is such a ridiculous idea. If you can start Thanksgiving, why can't you start in October? In fact, I think most doctors would agree it'd be safer to start in October than to wait until closer to flu season or in flu season to start a college football season. But I want to read your tweet to the listeners out there, whoever might have missed it. And if you're on Twitter, JBook's a great follow, at JBook37. So here is the tweet. Aligning yourself with the Pac-12 right now is like if you got invited to a jumping party and you could throw a couple cold ones back with the boys, but you decide to go to band class instead and practice the flute. That's hilarious. It got like, it got like what? It's got about like 400 likes and stuff and a bunch, of, a bunch of retweets. Yeah, I mean, but just expound on that. It really is ridiculous. The Big Ten should be looking out for the Big Ten right now, and they should be looking to start in October. If the Pac-12 wants to come with them and do that, fine. But the Big 12 should not – or excuse me, the Big Ten should not be waiting around to see what the Pac-12 wants to do. Yeah, Larry Scott, the Pac-12 commissioner, and anyone who's followed college football know he's an empty suit. He's so bad at his job that the chancellors and the presidents of the, the Pac-12 is bringing in the third party that will port, report directly to them because he's done such a bad job where that third party is going to be handling their TV rights issues that are coming up as well as um, figuring out what is wrong with the Pac-12. And I live on the West Coast, Dave, and the reality is – the Pac-12 does not care about college football to the extent that you see it in the Big Ten in other conferences. And trying to align yourself with them is, 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 I don't, is just foolish. And I know that Larry Scott has said that he's been in constant communication, and he really wanted to highlight that on his media blitz, that he's been in constant communication with the Big Ten and Kevin Warren, and he hopes that they can start together. And there was no talk uh, that the Pac-12 was even going to play. And then all of a sudden they say, hey, we have these rapid tests now that we didn't think was going to be available. Now we're looking to play. Well, come to find out Southern Miss and Alabama-Birmingham had these same rapid tests weeks ago and have already been utilizing it. And now they're on their way to week two playing college football. So to me, aligning with them makes no sense. 
No one wants a spring Rose Bowl, which behind the scenes, they've been trying to push that narrative to the athletic. And all you hear, the only people who've been pushing the spring Rose Bowl are the people from the athletic. And everyone knows where they're getting that from. They're getting it from the Big Ten office. No one wants to see that. I mean, it makes no sense to try to start in the end of November when you can start October 10th. And at that point, if you're starting October 10th, Dave, you already have four weeks of the the um, Conference USA and the other schools are already planned. You're two weeks behind the SEC. You're three weeks behind the Big 12 and the ACC. NFL starts next week. If you start October 10th, you're essentially going to be the last football conference um, that starts. Now, because everyone else has been playing for several weeks, you have a roadmap to say this is how it should be done. These programs, these teams with less resources are able to get their athletes on the field playing successfully. They're testing negative before the games. They're testing negative after the games. So what are they doing correctly? And we should be mimicking that. You have you have unlimited roadmaps to guide you through the process. And if you're starting October 10th, that still gives you a shot in order to participate in the college football playoffs. Anything after that, Ohio State is getting screwed because Ohio State is only the, the, the real true national title contender in this Big Ten conference. And if you're pushing it out, you're essentially screwing over your, your big dog in the conference. And I think um, Gene Smith and Christina Johnson, that's why they're pushing so hard is because they know they have to start no later than October 10th in order for Ohio State to be able to have a shot at the playoffs. The rest of the Big Ten, they could care less. Northwestern, Maryland, they don't even want to play. But the teams who are not even national title contenders, what does it matter to them if they start October 10th or November? It doesn't matter to them because they're not going to be in the hunt. So that's why Ohio State, technically, we don't match the Big Ten as far as our goals and our aspirations when it comes to football. We have an identity crisis at Ohio State with the rest of the conference because we're looking for big game hunting. We want to be in that national championship hunt, whereas the rest of the Big Ten and a lot of these teams, their goal is just to make it to the Rose Bowl. That's not our goal. We don't. We can care less about a spring Rose Bowl. Great stuff, as always, from Jonah Booker. Really appreciate it, Jay Book. And thank you to all the listeners out there. Have a great holiday weekend, Bucknutters. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 